It's easy to fall into the trap of envy and jealousy. Do you know why? It's because we are always focused on what we don't have. So much so that we miss the blessings that we have right in front of us. And I believe this happens because it's easier to see what other people have as it is clear as day. But when it comes to our own gifts and treasures, it takes an outside perspective to shed some light on it. And on today's episode, we're looking at a character who covets the very thing that brings his brother so much pain and he fails to see the value in his own talents. And I'm talking about Mob's younger brother, Ritsu Kageyama. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate. You're listening to the Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And without further ado, let's get right on into it. And today I'm, I'm going to jump right into the, the verse or verses today because it really paints the picture as a whole of basically Ritsu's whole character arc. And the verses are going to be Galatians chapter 6, verses 4 through 5. And it says, but each person should examine his own work and then he will have a reason for boasting in himself alone and not in respect to someone else. For each person will have to carry his own load. And essentially what that means is mind your business <laughs> no, is is basically on, take stock of what you have and don't worry about what other people have and what they're doing with what they have and all these other things. And I think that this is a lesson that's so, so needed in today's world because in the way, in the way social media is right now, it's easily accessible to see someone else's life or their highlights of their life. As, as, as I say on you know, Instagram, TikTok, you know, YouTube, you know, threads, Twitter, all the Snapchat, all the different things, right? It's easy to see the high points of someone's life. And when that's all you see, it's easy to believe that that's what their life looks like. But you know, and I know life is never just the highlights, right? It is never the high moments. Those are just the moments we choose to share. And it just creates this facade of, you know, look at me, look at what I have, look at what I've worked for or I've accomplished, but don't look at all the battle scars, all the blood, sweat and tears that I had to put in in order to get to this point. And that is essentially what, how Ritsu sees the psychic powers that Mob has. So the first point I want to go over for Ritsu is his sense of jealousy. Ritsu has always been jealous of mob psychic powers, which I mean, let's be honest, who wouldn't be if your sibling has psychic powers or have any type of you know, a power or talent or something that you admire, right? But you don't have that same talent. You don't have that particular thing. Then, yeah, just say you, you, you probably would feel a little bit jealous, right? I mean, which is fine. Again, I'm not saying these, this is a bad thing to feel this way, but it's a bad thing to let it consume you the way it consumed Ritsu. And <laughs> the ironic thing is that Ritsu was jealous of Ma's psychic powers, but Ma was jealous of 
pretty much everything else Ritsu had, which is the good grades, the charisma, the athleticism, all the things that Mob coveted, Ritsu had. And Ritsu coveted the one thing he didn't have over Mob, which was psychic powers. Though is I I love how the author show that kind of parallel between the two brothers. And this sense of jealousy led Ritsu to feeling inferior to Mob and having a distorted perception of his own self-worth. And what I mean by that is, you know, Ritsu felt like he was less than his brother simply because he didn't have psychic powers like him. And that caused him to not see the beauty in the good that he already has, right? All the things that Again, mob covets all the things that I'm sure a lot of people will cover, you know, the 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 good charisma. Yeah, I struggle talking to people a lot of the time, <laughs> like, unless I know you personally, then I'm more like liable to get tongue tied and stutter more and all these different things until I get comfortable with you. And all my other you know, introverts, people who don't really like to interact with people you know what i'm saying you 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 get me i see you um and for those who don't understand that just know yes this is a real thing there are people out here who don't just you know enjoy normal day-to-day conversation as much as you do and it's okay we still love you um but anyway and it's so it's easy to it's easy to undermine our own gifts and talents when we're too busy focused on somebody else's is essentially what this whole thing is. So one of the questions I want to pose to you is, do you take your value from other people? Whether that's somebody speaking directly to your value, you know, they're saying they're lifting you up or they're tearing you down. Or is it by you people watching and you seeing what you believe to be something that you want, something of value in somebody else's life? And that you trying to live up to that standard, even though you haven't been called to that standard yet. I mean, God may have something even better for you, but you're so focused on what they have that you're not even listening to what he's promised. So really think about it. And Ritsu, honestly, he convinced himself that his twisted sense of jealousy was admiration for his brother. And his abilities, but in reality, it was just jealousy and fear. Because again, back, uh, like I mentioned uh, on the previous episode, uh, there was an accident when Mob and Ritsu were younger. When Mob's powers went out of control, and he seriously injured Ritsu and the bullies that were bullying them. And at that moment, Ritsu began to fear his brother, understandably so. But it, it this was the type of fear that. It distorted their relationship because Rit, they can Ritsu was afraid for his life, <laughs> really. And honestly, he was afraid that if he angered Mob in any sort of way, then Mob would use his powers to hurt him. So he couldn't. He felt like he couldn't have the normal, the normal sibling relationship. I mean, anyone who has siblings understands, but you guys can be the best of friends and the worst of enemies all within a span of five minutes. Like it's just it's one of those type of dynamics. And Ritsu couldn't have that with Mob because he was so afraid that Mob would lose control like he did that one day and just, you know, end the world essentially. And 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 so that coupled with the jealousy of not having the psychic powers like mom did, it just created this weird 
this weird sense of self for Ritsu and this weird, this weird obsession over Mob and his powers. So, Nate, the next question I want to ask you. You didn't know you were taking a test today, did you? <laughs> but the next question is, who are you envying? Like, who or what are you envying? See, because, man, that's why, this is why this is going to be so, so dangerous to, to look at someone, someone else have. Because on one hand, admiration is great. It can be used as a motivator to, to make you work harder to strive for that level of success in your own life. Right. But it's a, it's a fine line between admiration and then obsession or even envy because you can go from the point of using that person or that whatever, that shiny object as fuel to just being, that is the goal. Like that is the end all be all. And then you lose sight of everything else. And one thing that you probably don't realize as much as we should is what you may believe to be a blessing to one person and something to covet. It may turn out to be their curse instead. And that plays out exactly how, how it is for Mob and Ritsu. Ritsu sees Mob's powers as a blessing and as something to covet, something to pine after. Whereas Mob sees them as a burden and as a curse because they can be used to hurt people if not used correctly. And that's a lot of weight and pressure on Mob's mind that Ritsu doesn't see. That no one else really sees uh, outside of, you know, the people who spend the most time with the mob, meaning you know, like Reagan, Dimple and eventually Ritsu. But in this moment of time, all Ritsu sees is the shiny object, the, the powers and what they could possibly hold. So I just want you all to just cherish and honor your own talents, because just as you are coveting somebody else's gifts, somebody else could be doing the same thing for you. And you're neglecting your talents that somebody somebody else wants. And it's just a vicious cycle over and over and over again. But again, this whole season is about self-awareness and just being aware of who you are, whose you are, what you have, and being able to use it to the best of your ability. So that was the first point, jealousy. The next point for Ritsu is and this man became very power hungry. It's cause so eventually in, in the story, Ritsu does obtain his own psychic powers. They be, they manifest and he's able to you know, do more or less the same things Mob is able to do on a smaller scale. But once Ritsu's powers come, he becomes hungry for even more. And even more so that he allows Dimple the the evil spirit that mob defeated early on in the first season and who just, he just let hang around him for some reason. Ritsu allows Jimpo to possess his own body in order to improve his control over his powers. And the reason that's so significant is because Ritsu was so just enthralled. He was so engulfed in having psychic powers and having, the abilities now and not just having the abilities, but wanting to be better than his brother that he didn't even think to go to mob with this, to ask for, you know, 
advice or opinion. Because keep in mind, my mom's had his power since he was born. And Rizzi just got him like now. And you would think he would go to the person who who has the experience, who he knows would be more than willing to help him. But since, again, that whole distorted relationship or this distorted viewpoint that Ritsu has about the relationship causes him to go the opposite way and allow this random ghost that he just now met. Because before Ritsu couldn't see Dimple because he didn't have any psychic abilities. He couldn't see him. Uh, who this spirit who he just met possess his body just so he can have better control over his own powers. And again, this can ultimately just devalues the gifts he already has because he's so focused on the one thing that he doesn't have. Like he's completely undermining everything else that he has going for him. And this attitude just drove him to try and forsake his relationship with Mob, even going so far as to state that he doesn't care about Mob, that he doesn't care about his own, you know, big brother. And this during this whole guess like mini arc within the series of Ritsu gaining his powers and basically becoming drunk off his own powers essentially. I mean his whole personality shifts. He becomes more cold and ruthless, doing things that he wouldn't he wouldn't have done before. And that leads me to ask, you know, what is it that you've obsessed over so much that you suddenly just stop recognizing yourself? I mean, this kind of calls back to one of my earlier episodes about Roswald from ReZero, where he was so obsessed about, you know, meeting, meeting the Witch of Greed that he was willing to betray the very people who's helped him, you know, for like centuries at this point. Like, I mean, he was able to betray the very people who looked up to him, who loved him, who wanted to do things for him. But he was so obsessed that he basically changed he, he did a heel turn and just became this this man just bent on getting what he wanted and it's the same thing like with ritsu he became just this this cold ruthless type of person who he's never been like that before a day in his life but just the power and then the uh, just the idea of being better than his brother caused him to to try to go through this change. And as, as you'll say, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, the pursuit of, or ultimately the pursuit of something that isn't meant for you in the first place is always going to end in ruin, whether your own or your own and somebody and those around you too. But even if it's something good that you think is good, it may not even be a bad thing. If you focus too 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 much on it and become obsessed about it to the point that it's changing who you are, then I think it's time to take a step back and really and really evaluate: is that even worth it at that point? Because if it's changing your entire personality, who you are, I'm not saying we're going to stay the same forever. Because again, we're all we're all growing. We are going through different seasons in our life, you know, and. You're you're just not going to be the same person you are today that you were five years ago. And I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is if the goal you're going after, the thing you're pursuing causes you to do a complete personality shift, like you were a completely different person, then I say it's time to take it back, take it back a few steps and really, 
really sit down and take a look at yourself and see if this is really the the way you want to go. So, again, that's what being power hungry and obsessed does to Ritsu. But all hope isn't lost. (laughs) The third point is essentially the restoration of who Ritsu was, his relationship with Mob, the whole, you know, the whole happy ending that we that we all love to see in these series. Right. And so so essentially his attitude towards Mob changes after Rob comes to to, um, rescue Ritsu. After Ritsu has been captured by by Claw, this evil psychic organization that are kidnapping psychic people, psychic kids in order to turn them into soldiers. So one of the members came and kidnapped Ritsu. So Mob had to go save him. And keep in mind, this is right after Ritsu just said he doesn't care about Mob and even tried to fight him or tried to provoke Mob into a fight, I should say. And again, back to you know back to mob's episode mob has such a forgiving heart that he just he was like no nah, you don't really mean that <laughs> so, you know like, even if you did i don't care like you're still my little brother and i'm still gonna love you no matter what which again i think is how we all should be you know with family with people who we care about in general don't we shouldn't hold their mistakes over them we should just still see them for who they are and mob mob knew that the ritsu that he was seeing at that moment in time is not the same ritsu that he's known and this is essentially just a phase and and it was because of that because of mob's willingness to forgive and ritsu's willingness to accept himself and mob's relationship for what it is was able to basically change the whole dynamic around and back to the way it was and into a, a healthier way too because mob admits to ritsu that there is no one else in the world who mob admires more than his brother because i mean at this point again their relationship was not strained but kind of weird they didn't really connect that well uh even before all of this but for mob to just straight up admit to ritsu that you know he Ma being the older one looks up to his little brother more than anyone else in the world. It just did, did something to Ritsu. It helped him understand that he has qualities that mob envies in that, you know, just having psychic powers or just having a gift or talent isn't everything, right? It's not the end of the world. It's not, it's not, you know, just the, the bees knees, whatever weird saying you want to, you want to put here. It's not all that defines us, you know, just again, back, just like how I, I said in the mobs episode and then back to this whole theme of just being aware of what you have outside of just your talents and your gifts. Right. And not being so focused on the things that you don't have, the things that other people have, the things that the blessings that they have in their own life. You know, that's cool. I mean, and you can strive to achieve something of that similar level, but don't become so obsessed with that particular blessing because it's not for you. It's for them. (laughs) It's for them. And another key part is you don't know the season that preceded that because every blessing has a, a season of trial and, you know, stress right before it. 
all of them. Like you're going to go, you're going to go through something. Right. And it may, it may be, you know, like the sky is falling type thing, or you might have stubbed your toe last week. You know, I'm two very extreme differences, but the, the key point is the same that we're, we all go through a a season that's going to prepare us for the blessing. So when you see these people on Instagram, these people on TikTok, on YouTube, Snapchat, living it up, living the life, living the thing that you want, or they have the things that you want, just understand they had to go through some type of trial, some type of effort. They had to put in the work. They had to be strengthened. They had to be just prepared for the blessing that they're enjoying now. So you're seeing the highlights, but you don't see everything else that went into the highlights, right? And so that's why I really want you to focus on your own journey, your own season that you're in right now, because maybe you are you are in a season of just of, of the trial, of the preparation, of just being made ready for your eventual blessing. Because again, I, I know this, most believers know this, and if anyone out there listening who isn't a believer, just know that when God makes a promise, he always delivers. That, that, that's it. Like, that's, he's always going to deliver and it's going to be in his timing. So it may not be in at the time that we want or in the exact way that we want, or even what we even asked for in the first place. It may be something better and just know that he's always going to deliver. So. I just wanted to leave you guys with this. Don't get so caught up in someone else's story that you forget to write your own. Because, I mean, like I always say at the end of every single podcast, you know, you know, you are the main character of your story. And, and I mean that I truly mean that. And the reason why I made that my, you know, tagline or whatever you want to call it is because it's something that needs to be said. Something that needs to be reminded is that this your life here is is a story you know that guy's written he's authored and he's given us the ability to choose the chapters essentially right and i don't want you to spend time in your own story reading somebody else's when you can be writing your own so i just really really take take that take that to heart take that to heart because it's easier said than done but it's also more fulfilling than just people watching. Trust me. So in summary, you know, Ritsu's journey, his own journey of self-awareness, it, it shows us how he confronts his jealousy, his power hunger tendencies, and ultimately finds, you know, the restoration and the rest that he needs through essentially realizing his own value and understanding that pining after somebody else's gift shouldn't devalue your own in that again we aren't we aren't the talents we aren't the highlights we are everything in between the good the bad and the ugly so just keep that in mind and hey and at the end of the day we're all just human we all have something to strive for something that we are striving for just don't let it consume you don't let it be the end all be all So just want to thank you guys for tuning into today's episode and I pray that you got what you needed out of it and hopefully you learned something new about yourself. And if you like what you heard on today's episode and want to take a deeper look, head on over to the otakuliberation.net 
where you find a blog article that, that covers today's episode in even more detail. And come back next week because we're going to look at someone who isn't exactly what he seems, but he tends to mean well in the end. And that is Mob's boss and mentor, Reagan Arataka. And always remember, guys, you are the main character of your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, be blessed. <laughs>